Welcome back to Basic Crypto. I'm Connor Olstead. Today I have Jacob Harris with me. Um, he's my uh, my cohort when it comes to everything. Um, I believe that's a, a proper term for it. Associate. Pretty much. Yep. Um, so he's here to just kind of uh, help me bounce ideas as to what it is that I can actually talk about in this podcast because we are talking about why cryptocurrency and crypto, crypto assets, all the things are are so important. Um, and I'm going to start off just by kind of explaining what I, uh, why I believe they're so important or uh, crypto is important by just kind of describing the difference between a cryptocurrency and a crypto asset. And I, I described it a little bit in the cryptocurrency episode, um, but a crypto asset is, uh, everybody thinks about it when it comes to, as like a, as cryptocurrency, right? Mm-hmm. And, but it's not necessarily um, always going to be a currency. It's It's the most... It's, it's the easiest way to understand the transfer of value is because we transfer dollars every day. Right. And we do a lot of that digitally. But I think that in understanding um, that things can be digital assets like NFTs, and I'm not talking about the NFT art. I'm talking about like if you if you created a, um, a piece of music and you wanted that digitally to go to the world, that kind of a thing, like it's a, it's a digital asset, right? Right. Um, so you have... Um, this crypto world is important because for the first time ever, um, we now have a way of having a digital footprint that can be verified digitally for uh, everybody else. Uh, like in the past, it's, you know, gold, like gold is an asset, right? And there's a way to verify it because you can verify if gold is truly gold, a, a diamond. You can verify if diamond is truly a diamond. Um, with crypto and with digital things, you could take a screenshot, you know, of a picture and it's like, well now, you know, yeah, there you go. Yeah. It's mine. Right. Yeah. yeah, There you go. I took that, I took that photo or whatever and you just copied it from somebody when in reality there is not um, like somebody is the original creator of it. And that can be shown through the metadata of Mm. that, that file or that, that thing, you know Um, but metadata can also be altered. And so that now it's just like, well, we have, we got this problem here. How do we, how do we do this? And with the blockchain and with blockchain technology um, and just understanding how, if you're just open and honest with everybody, then you truly have ultimate like truth. Um, then that is it, that, that concept is what brought us to this point now where we have digital assets that can actually be authenticated. Um, and so okay. that gets me to my first point of why is this so important? It's important because everything is, now open and honest. Um, you uh, right now in our banking system, for example, um, there is not a lot of honesty that goes on. There was that huge um, Wells Fargo um, had that big thing a few years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And um, there's like there's just not a lot of honesty with, with uh, if if I put in a thousand dollars into the bank, they if they're an FDIC insured bank, they're allowed to lend out um, up to 90% of what I put in there. So they take $900 and they lend it out. And then, and then let's say that same person that just borrowed that $900, put it back in the bank. Now the, um, the lender or Wells Fargo or bank or whatever can now lend that 910, 90% of that $900. And so if you keep going back and forth, you get to almost like, $10,000 that has been created from this 
um, Mm $1,000 just created out of thin air. That is not uh, open and honest banking. Like that is, that is people that are just making money out of, um, you know, relying off of other people's money, insurances, whatever, you know, FDIC, blah, blah, blah. So the banking system is definitely not open and honest. It is very centralized. Um, and people say, well, the, the crypto it's, it's, it fluctuates too much, right? It's, you know, the whole thing that happened with FTX where everything just like crashed and they had $8 billion that they needed to get back to people or whatever. That to me, like to a lot of people is just like, see, this is why crypto doesn't work to me. I'm Mm -hmm. like, see, this is why it does work because now, because the open and honesty of all of like, that's why things are exposed because uh, the guy at Binance, the the CEO of Binance was able to look at the blockchain, see that like, hey, something's not adding up here in how these things are being transferred back and forth and how FTT is made. And um, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm, I'm saying a lot of things that a lot of people probably won't understand, but right. essentially one guy on one exchange said, hey, this guy on that exchange is not like something's wrong here. And so he liquidated his assets and that exposed, everybody started looking at it then. And the attention was brought because everything is open and honest. Everybody can look at the blockchain, can see exactly where things are going. And yeah, they were figuring out that, yeah, it's not adding up. They, their balance sheet is completely off and boom, the whole FTX scandal happened. And we were, you know, and people, a lot of people lost money, but that's part of this, this early adopter phase that we're in. That's part of um, where crypto's at right now, because, um, and as those things get like fine tuned out and they get regulated, then we are going to be able to have, um, like that, that banking system that, uh, effect is going to go away because what FTX inherently did is they tried something the banking system does already and Mm -hmm. it didn't work because it doesn't work with crypto. It's too crystal. You yeah. can see right through it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We can we can see exactly what's going on. Um, and then the the third point that I kind of want to bring up, or maybe this is a second, I don't really know, um, is the locked value. Right now, the government can just print money if they want to, right? And mm. especially with the US dollar being the world currency currently. Um as of right now. Yeah, <laughs> as of right now. Um that like that's just horrible because they can they can just continue to print and print and print money and it's just devaluing everybody's money in the world or across the world and cross border payments. Whereas with cryptocurrency, you can have stuff that inherently inflates, and so yes, stuff does, but it's at least controlled and and you know what it's going to be at in the future. Or you can start something that is naturally deflationary in value and is locked value. And that's exactly what it's going to be or how many that are going to exist. Mm. And you're going to get people that'll, you know, hoard them. And, but in reality, like that's, you know, that's people saving money. Like it's, it's the same kind of concept. And so I do think that there can be some kind of a happy medium somewhere in there. Um, but that's, that's the other reason of why this is so important. Um, Back in the day, I don't know what day because I wasn't alive when crypto or when uh, credit cards came out, people were scared of it. They didn't like it. And, and even now people are like, no, I'm only cash, you know, right? Right. And, and that's because it's not trackable. It's not like cash is, is it's a hard thing. It's right there. You know, it's in front of you. Right. It, it's something that you, um, that you have and, and that people can't take from you. You are the one that's giving it right. And unless they come up to you and rob you. 
But um, with with digital uh, currency, right, it is technically trackable because you can watch where everything's going on the ledger. However, it's not um, it's not like fully trackable because if your wallet is anonymous, if you keep your wallet address anonymous, then nobody knows how much money you have. They just know that wallet RXQ82 has you know, $40,000 in it. They, they don't know that that's yours or not. And then I guess they could kind of see, you know, if they send you something or whatever, but there are other ways to anonymize that on different blockchains as well. So that people still don't even know, um, where like the original funding came from, right? right. Routing it through an exchange or something. So, so yeah, I hope that made sense, but do you have any, uh, kind of questions on, on any of that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a question I have, since this is the podcast where, like, why is it important? Yeah. Imagine me, average guy, doesn't know really a thing about cryptocurrency. When can we expect to have this fully in, implemented into the into the everyday life? Right. Like for the mom across the street, for mm-hmm. grandpa and grandma. So there's a select few people, percentage-wise, of people who use cryptocurrency right now. Mm-hmm. Why is it important for me to learn about it if it may not be like when when's the time gap? Right, 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 right. The, where it becomes the mainstream thing. Yeah. And that and that's hard to understand and hard to know because there's not like credit cards coming in, you know, even today, like Apple Pay, you know, the the touchless payment, right? Still it's like it's offered, but a lot of people don't use it. Um, credit cards, people encourage people to go with credit cards, but still some people don't use it. Right. And so it's, it's never going to be fully implemented. Right. However, I think that like uh, right now, still stuff that you use, um, or that's, that's in the natural world right now is using cryptocurrency. MoneyGram was bought or, or partnered with Stellar, um, with just XLM. And so that's what they use for their cross-border payments. So their MoneyGram is already using cryptocurrency. Mm. Um, Amazon, Apple, they are already using blockchain technology in a lot of things. Um, Siri is built to um, incorporate machine learning on a blockchain type uh, format. And so uh, these things are already existing in our world. And it's funny because a lot of people the the big hubbub was nfts early on Mm -hmm. and um people were like people didn't like it because they thought that it's fake fake money fake stuff you could just make money from you know you're taking advantage of people that don't know blah 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 and um and now there was a creator i think it was called like the creator clash or something like that on youtube that they were creating this this thing or whatever and they're selling tickets for and they used the blockchain uh, blockchain technology in their ticket distribution and whatever. Okay. And really what that's doing is it's just, it's taking a digital asset, which is your ticket, and it's making sure that it goes to the people that bought it. It's a good thing, right? Right. But people heard blockchain, they didn't like it. They thought immediately cryptocurrency and they were like, you didn't tell me that there was going to be NFTs and this, you know, right. and, and they freaked out about it. Now that's, um, I think that the, the, getting educated on this kind of a thing is important because then something like that, when it, when blockchain technology is used, you're not freaking out thinking, Oh, have I just been taken advantage of for my money? And like, is this a pump and dump scheme? Is this, you know, this right. and that. Right. And, and so 
really these understandings is kind of like understanding how, you know, um, how a manual car works. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so like, you're going to drive eventually in the future, you're probably going to have an automatic car. Mm -hmm. But if you understand how to drive a manual, that one time that you're going to have to understand how it works, you're going to be able to do it and, um, and navigate that situation effectively right rather than if you um had no clue and needed to call triple a so so yeah it's really just understanding how this can can um progress so and to answer your question it's already here it uh it it's just going to grow at this point so yeah anything else any other questions you could think of Mm, not off the top of my head not as prepared as you are. No, you're good. I don't have my notes. So that's it for um, basic crypto. Why is this important? And honestly, I'm probably going to do a why is this important part two, part three, because there is a lot of reasons or examples I can go into as to why something like this is important. I hope you enjoyed it. My name is Connor Olstead. Definitely leave a review if you haven't already. Subscribe and follow on uh, all the various social medias. Um, and if you have a specific question you want me to answer, shoot me a DM on Twitter at Connor Olstead. I'll leave a link in the description to that and to some of the other episodes and to some of the exchanges that I use in case you want to get into this crypto space. So thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching. We'll see you in the next one.